Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Rains. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. I'm all right. Hey, Asher. What's up, Briston? We both got the backwards hats going on right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, this this episode is going to publish on Halloween. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, I don't celebrate Halloween anymore, so not for me. Not for you. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, the origins of Halloween is pretty crazy. And, yeah, just personal thing, so... If if you're wondering if I go out and uh, go door to door to get candy anymore, I don't do that. So maybe, <laughs> maybe I don't celebrate either. Yeah. Hey, so right now I am tapering. I hit my 70 mile week and I'm tapering now. And so for all the runners out here or out there, um, usually with what I've learned, it's really good to taper two weeks out from a wa- from a race, and it's good to peak two weeks out from a race so that way you have you know the week after you peak to kind of just get back into things and then the week before the race you're really focusing on recovering getting that deep tissue recovery and really allowing your legs just to soak in the recovery so that way on race day you're fresh so anyways that's what i'm doing right now what are you doing ashi you're doing sprint stuff (laughs) yeah i just started a new training cycle where i'm doing like one threshold run every 10 days or so. And then the rest of my workouts are sprint based stuff. So mm, cool, man. Yeah. Something I, I started implementing into my program or just my daily schedule since I'm tapering is like a deep static stretch. And what that means is 10 minutes every day, I lay on the ground and I stretch all parts of my legs for 10 minutes straight, holding them in a, in a stretch position. And the reason I do this is for those of you who uh, maybe know David Goggins, he's, he, he's quote unquote, one of the toughest men in the world. And I, I say one of the toughest men in the world because you can't ever define exactly who is the toughest man. But David Goggins is a pretty hard guy. But he talked about how after years and years of Navy SEAL training, he started stretching. And as soon as he started stretching, he started running like two minute miles or he started running his miles <laughs> two minutes a mile faster than he usually would. And so he got a lot faster because he loosened up. And I've noticed lately, I've been very stiff in my running. Cause I don't, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't been stretching like I should all season. And when you run a lot of miles, you get stiff. And so I started stretching and I already noticed uh, a change in a workout we did last week. We were doing a fart leg to where you run fast and you run slow and then you run fast and run slow. And I did really good on that. And so there's a lot of power in stretching. You got anything like on that, that, Asher? Yeah, I like that. Um, it it kind of goes all all directions for all types of people because some people can get away with not stretching at all. Some people say that 
oh, I got to have stretching as part of my routine. And if I don't, I feel horrible the next day. So I like that it works for you, bro. I'm glad you figured it out. Yeah. I mean, I can get by without it. I do. But I'm not going to lie. When it's super cold and I'm trying to run my tempo pace, yeah. my hamstrings kind of get locked up a little bit. So I'm right. kind of trying to stretch. But that might have just been the cold. So I don't know about you, man. I'm loving the cold. This is my favorite time of year. I love the fall season, 70s in the afternoon, 50s, 40s in the morning. It's perfect. Nice hot coffee. You come in, get to wear warm clothes outside. It's good stuff, dude. Yeah, uh, I also enjoy this time of year. It looks like you're wearing a pretty warm flannel there. Too, yeah, so Carly you're... got this for me last year. It yeah. is. I, I love this flannel. I love wearing flannels, man. You know me. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, speaking of coffee, I was in, I was, <laughs> we were in one of my classes in college and my professor said that he only drinks black coffee. And I made this comment and, uh, please everyone listening, don't get offended. Uh, it's kind of a joke kind of, but he said that he drank coffee, or drank coffee only black. And I said out loud in class, which I mean, it's like, six seven people in that class so it's not that big but i was like yeah real men only drink coffee or real men drink black coffee or drink their coffee black and then there was this guy behind me and they were like how do you like your coffee and he was like oh i like a caramel macchiato and (laughs) it takes a man well i shouldn't say that it just takes someone that's tough drink some hardcore black coffee every day and not fall into the temptation of a sweet coffee. Yeah. So I'm trying to stay away, man. I walk and I see those little Starbucks, Starbucks posters with those new fall, whatever. It's <laughs> tempting, but I, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole and get away from black coffee. So when was the last time you had a really sugary coffee drink? You know, dude, I had to be, it was like when I was a kid and my grandparents <laughs> would let us have coffee in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> we were probably bouncing off the walls, but yeah, I mean, that's the last time I could think of. Gotcha. But, yeah. Do you, do you ever free yourself? Do you do any, uh, like caffeine resets? Like you'll just be out of it for a day or be off of it. I mean, I try to, I drink one every morning. I look forward to it, especially when it's cold. It's a nice hot black coffee. Yeah. Nice strong taste to start the morning off with. So, I just know some people do like a tolerance break so that they can sort of reset, you know, their body's need for caffeine. So, like this morning, I woke up at four forty-five to go hunting. Oh my and, gosh! Yeah, and um, we didn't have time to make coffee, and so I'm <laughs> I'm out there in the woods without coffee for like five hours till probably. So probably, you know, 10 o'clock, 10.30, we left around there. Oh, uh, poor Asher. He I know. His coffee. That sounds so soft. But hey, it's let, me, let me say this real quick. So for those of you listening, Asher and I were roommates in college last year. And <laughs> every morning, it would be like five something in the morning. or I'd be trying to sleep in on the weekends. And I just hear this little, this trickle of water coming coming down. And I never knew what it was. And then I, I think after a few weeks, I finally figured out it's his freaking coffee machine. And he has to have his coffee every morning. He wakes me up. The thing's loud. Pouring coffee yep. in the coffee cup. But anyways, 
So that was part of my routine was to make a Keurig of coffee every morning before practice. And we always had 6 a.m. practice. So like yeah. at 5 a.m., I'd be making my coffee, trying not to wake Briston up because he was all sleepy baby over there in the bed. And uh, usually I got away with it. I'm sure I woke you up a couple of times, but yeah, it looks funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, for those of you listening, I took my glasses. I made my eyes look really small. <laughs> really? I'm just feeling silly tonight. Yeah, so what were you saying? You were hunting. You didn't have your caffeine. So didn't have my caffeine. Uh, digging in the woods, digging in the ground, looking for some coffee uh, beans or something. And then finally, coffee beans, no special caffeine plants. Um, I just kind of dealt with it, but I could tell I was off. I was like, something is missing. And I was actually thinking I could go the whole day and just, you know, do a little reset. But my buddy ended up making uh, coffee for us midday. So drank some, felt way better. I feel lively. So I guess it worked. Yeah. Low key, I kind of get a little bit of a headache when I don't drink my coffee. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we always talk about coffee on this talk show at least once every three episodes. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. you non-coffee drinkers. It's all right. Yeah. Hey, so I thought this was funny. We haven't told the listeners. I think you know, but I have um, names for my running shoes. I, I name my running shoes according to their to their uh, external qualities. So I wanted to share some of those names that I that I have. So. The first, I think one of the first names I had for one of my shoes was Chunky Boys because they were super chunky on the bottom. The next one I named were Flat Babes because they were really flat and fast. And I called them Flat Babes. And I, I name all my shoes. Um, but I just wanted to point out some of the some of the notable ones. We have the Sumo Wrestlers, the Squeegee Boys, the Bumble Bros, the Goat Paws, the Hoggies. The gold diggers. I called them the gold diggers because they costed a lot and they had gold on them. And then we had the <laughs> hot dogs and the McLarens. Golly, dude, you got a lot of shoes. But no, I mean, the hot dogs, I put 826 miles on those bad boys and I retired them. All these shoes have over five, almost all of them have f- over 500 miles on them. Um, right now, I'm currently wearing the Hoggies which is a trail and road hybrid shoe that Ultra created called the Ultra Outroad. Hmm. Pretty sweet. So I got those. Uh, maybe they'll last me longer. They're a little thicker. I noticed if you don't get the thick shoes, they don't last as long. So I got the little thicker ones. But um, yeah, dude. Yeah, for those of you listening, if you don't change your shoes out, I think, isn't it... if if you, it's 350 to 500 miles per shoe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or somewhere around there. So like every 350 to 500 miles per shoe, um, you're supposed to switch them out. I mean, obviously there's controversy and debates on that, especially for the minimalist people. I used to be a minimalist runner myself. I used to wear like straight up barefoot running shoes and run like 18 miles in them on the road. I was there. I got out of there. And and now I I wear Ultra because they're they're zero drop. 
So your foot's still able to do a natural spread and everything, but you actually get a little cushion now. And so ultra is my thing, man. I, I love ultra shoes. It's A L T R A ultra. And yep. so I've been wearing those. I mean, those are all the shoes I wear now. That's all. That's the only thing I wear is the ultra because they have a toe box to where your foot feet can naturally spread and there's zero drop from the heel to the toe. So it's like running naturally except for there's cushion there. So right. it's good to have a mixture of, of barefoot and wearing cushion shoes. So, yeah. yeah, I actually just read something about, um, the new super foams. A lot of the foams that shoe companies are developing these days, um, they are really good, not only for just your speed and, you know, making the shoe last a long time, but they're also really good for your recovery and like your joints and the impact on your bones and your muscles. So um, that's something that we've seen a lot of shoe companies sort of get into is, you know, their super foams like uh, Nike has um, like their boost foam or no, that's Adidas, but Nike has air zoom. Is it zoom foam? Um, And then like new balance has their fresh foam. And so yeah. you, you see all these companies get into these foams that not only last a long time, but help with recovery. And so yeah. I think that's really cool because, you know, what are you, what are you trying to do as a runner? You're trying to have longevity. At least that's my, my plan. Well, you want to be careful too, because I mean, you don't want to weaken your foot muscles so much. Yeah, know. that's true. You kind of want to balance. And well, you, so. pro- you probably have, you probably strengthen your foot more than you would think just by naturally pushing off regardless uh, uh, as to whether it's like a barefoot, like really low to the ground shoe or it's, you know, a high stack or whatever, but Hey, I wanted to throw in one more thing before we end here. We're about to have to end. I want you to tell me in one minute, why you run go i run man that's a good question i think it's sort of why i it's it's an activity that i really enjoy and um it's something that i can consistently get better at or try new things with and i always feel like at the end of the day after each run that i got the most out of myself in that moment and through this activity and you can do that with anything in your life, but right now, um, one of the bigger ones for me is running. So that's why I do it. Yeah, that's good. And by the way, I want to shout out to Philip. Um, we've had Philip on the podcast before. He's the one that asked the question, and he also won. Um, well, he didn't win, but he got second place at the Palo Duro Canyon. I believe it was the 50 miler the biggest distance they have. He got second place. That's his home course. So shout out to Philip. He asked the question, but for me to answer the question real quick, I run because it's just what I do every day. It's like taking a shower, brushing my teeth. It's just what I do. And honestly, I'd have to really sit hard and think about why I do it. But as of right now, I just, I just do it. It's kind of like Forrest Gump. He's just running. So that's my answer. But Hey, you guys listening, if you guys enjoy these episodes, we publish these um, Shooting the Bull episodes every Monday. And 
once a month, we interview a guest uh, that either won a race or ran a really big race, and we interview them on the show, and we publish those episodes once a month on a Saturday. And so if you guys enjoy, subscribe to the channel, or not the channel, this isn't YouTube, subscribe to the podcast, leave some ratings, y'all. Um, we haven't really seen any new ratings. I want to see y'all's y'all's feedback, y'all's public feedback for the show. So anyways, we're going to see you guys next Monday, and y'all be safe if you're listening right now on Halloween. So we'll see you. Happy trails. <laughs> Happy trails. <laughs> And um, keep trail running. Fun, but tough. I almost ended the meeting. <laughs>